This episode of the New Christendom Daily is taken from a live radio broadcast. There's no scripts. There's no do-overs. There's no cuts. It's just from a live radio show done by a guy with a microphone and a set of earbuds and a radio show who pours his heart, his mind, and his body and soul into one thing, bringing about the New Christendom Daily. Was in uh, Donald Trump was in Indianola, Indiana, or Iowa yesterday. <laughs> he, he must have been one hell of a campaign stop. Um, he, uh, he he brought up, you know, when he was born, did his parents think that he would grow up to be Al Capone and be under indictment all the time? And uh, here's the answer: is that they had to go a long way to their war on free speech right up until trying to jail their number one political opponent, me. My parents never had this in mind for me. They're looking down, they're saying, my son's been indicted four times. They didn't know what the word indictment means, neither did I. What does indictment mean? I got indicted. I got indicted more than the late great gangster, Alphonse Capone. You ever hear of Al Capone, Scarface? He killed people. If, if he went to dinner, even with like a guy like Dan Gable. You don't get tougher than Dan Gable. The guy had the greatest wrestler. And even Jim says, the greatest in the history of our country. But if he went to work and had dinner and didn't like Dan Gable, by the morning, Dan Gable was gone. Forget it. Al Capone. Al Capone (laughs) was indicted one time, Billy. I've been indicted four times because I said the election was rigged. And I was right. Do you ever notice they don't go after the people that rig the election, they go after the people that question the integrity of the election. Nobody got indicted for spying on my campaign. Nobody got indicted for rigging the election, just for looking into it. Now, we're changing things around these caucus. I've never seen spirit like we have now. Uh, one more from Trump, Maggie, don't go in here. Play uh, number 12, Frank. <laughs> now, look, I don't like pumpkinhead Frank Luntz. You people that have been listening to the Mike Church show for a long time, you know this. Uh, that doesn't mean he's not a good pollster. I just don't like the guy. I never have. Uh, I couldn't stand the dial a meal crap. What's watch the scales go out during the debate? Ooh, it's good that Romney won this question. I don't care. In any event, Luntz has some interesting polling on 2024. His tie is even crooked. He's so upset. Yeah, he's, he's very upset by it as well. $150,000 on who's going to win in November, who would you bet on? I never dreamed that I would say this, but I would bet on Trump. I never, I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. Guy's a survivor, and his opponent is having so much trouble that I would, at this point, give the edge to Trump. At this point, I would bet on Trump. That's an interesting little uh, kind of analysis, if you will. He came back from January 6th accusations. He came back from being indicted 92 times. He's come back from two sham impeachments, not one, but two. 
You know, this is pretty much what your kind, humble host has been telling you. Say what you want about the guy. Go ahead. You know, get out there. I'm not going to vote for Jenner. I'm not voting at all. Okay, well, then don't. Nobody said you had to. But for those that are paying attention, is there someone that can mitigate the damage that the federalities can do to the rest of us? My professional, personal answer to that is yeah. His name is Donald John Trump. Is he? He's not even close to perfect. I, look, I disagree with him probably 50% or more of the time. I'm going to come down on the wrong side. You know how much I agree with anyone else? Five, six percent? You know, you're watching this uh, this tragedy of this Speaker Mike Johnson unfold in front of your very eyes. Imagine if Speaker Johnson were having someone that was in the White House tell me, dude, you need to shut up about that stupid stuff that no one cares about. We have a nation, a country, a, a republic to fix and things to do. I don't care how many people are going to walk out tomorrow because they don't like the way Israel's committing genocide against the people of Palestine. We have stuff to fix. Maybe just this is an inspiration and maybe it gives people in the states the initiative to do things that they otherwise wouldn't do because they know that the Biden regime is going to oppose them or the Obama regime before them was going to oppose them. Whatever the case may be. But I'll say this about the guy that wrote the book, The Art of the Deal. They have failed to knock the dude out. What? <laughs> He's just padding his ego. How much ego padding do you need? Why does he keep doing it? Well, maybe the answer is, and some people just will never admit this. Well, that's fine. Don't admit it. Maybe the answer is that he really does care. Maybe the answer is he really does think that, he, that some of these things can be addressed and can be fixed. Maybe he thinks that someone ought to take responsibility and do these things. You know, when you're dealing with a six-trillion-headed hydra, no one man is going to fix it. 